pickaxe. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This program is brought to you by Resonance 104.4 FM. If you like what you hear and want to support our work, please make a donation at fundraiser.resonance.fm. Good evening and welcome to a very festive One Life Left. My name is Steve Curran. And I'm Anne Scansbury. And I can't back up that very festive thing at all. It's just December. That's it. No jingle bells, no Christmas stuff, no presents, nothing. It's just December. I'm a Christmas jumper today and I've been wearing a Christmas jumper basically all days. Really? So it's an unfestive One Life Left, but that's good because that means you can listen to it year round. You can do that anyway. Yeah. Celebrate Christmas throughout your life. That's what we say. We're a video game radio show. We talk about video games. We've been doing that for 10 years. We will continue for the next 10 years. There's no stopping us, clearly. Uh, or we would have been stopped by now already. Uh, how are you doing, Anne? Good. I just tried on loads of different headphones. I know, noticed that. <laughs> it was quite Just fun. to see how they fit. It was good. Yeah. It was fashion. Uh, no, I think it's because our guest... Are you having problems with your headphones? No, they're fine now. Don't worry. Don't worry. It's all fine. Good, we do have a guest. Yeah. Um, it's good, but we'll come to that. Yeah, we'll come Make to that in a bit. Um, uh, something else that happened this week, Steve. Mm-hmm. Uh, I got some new glasses. Okay. That Th- isn't. This isn't. That's, that's, that's really <laughs> dissonant to say. I got some new glasses and hold up a keyboard at the same time. Like, what's going this on? This is for the listeners. Uh, I got some new glasses this okay. week. Um, only they've um, had me feeling a little bit disoriented because, mm-hmm. you know, they're a new prescription. Okay. So I've been walking around feeling a bit drunk today. Did you have a Did you have an eye test then for that new yes, prescription? Yes, I did. Did they do that thing where they go better or worse? Yeah. You know, better or worse, or one or two, yeah. and that sort of thing. Did you, because I find, I don't know whether this speaks more to me than the eye test process, but I wonder, a lot of the time I think, it was basically the same, and I don't know what to say, and then I worry I've got it wrong, and I've headed down a path for weird glasses. No, and... do you know what? I decided this time to be honest. Okay. And I, occasionally I went, don't know. No idea. Don't no know. Idea. I think it's se- uh, basically the same, and she went, Good. Good. That's yeah. what I was looking so I for. I think I think it's a test. I mm. mean, it's literally a test. But, um, <laughs> yeah. So anyway, new glasses this week, Steve. Big week. Big week. New glasses. New life. I'm fine. <laughs> thanks for asking. I'm fine. Why is it a new life? 
believe. I don't know. I just assume when someone changes their glasses, they're changing their identity. Sure. I mean, yeah, sure. How are you? I'm fine. No Simon this week. No. No Simon this week. No. That's okay. It's, do you know what? It is okay. <laughs> it is. I mean, it's not great, but it's okay. No, because we have, um, we have someone from Simon's place of employment in and I feel like if Simon was here, that would be too many people from Curve yeah. Digital, yeah. and we'd be probably re- breaking all kinds of broadcasting regulations. Exactly, you'd have to present the opposition Wait, to who, Curve Digital. Who's Curve's opposition? What's Curve backwards? No, that's that would be Kruve. No way. Ivrak. That was a bit of a diversion, but we do have 56 minutes to kill. Uh, please welcome John Vega, uh, BizDev at Curve. Hello, welcome to the show. Hello. Oh, thank you very much for coming on. You, you were sort of uh, last minute, about midday today, Simon was emailing around going, anyone want to come on One Life Left? And, and then he just, yeah. I assume he just peered over his monitor and went, <laughs> had little those little heart eye emojis and went... <laughs> Got it. Is that what happened? Uh, it was pretty much uh, leaving the office. We pretty much, he was like, um, really? Yeah. Can you help out? I was like, yeah, of course. I'll jump in. Excellent. Happy which which is good. It means you haven't had time to prepare, which means our questions can be cutting. Oh, we'll yeah. Get, we'll get that's the true. Truth. That's true. Because we'll be doing smart. the interview today. Yeah. No Simon pussyfooting around being yeah, nice to the guests. Yeah. Instead, straight to the Towing HR the company issues. company line. Brilliant. Anne, are you ready uh, for the news? Sure. I am ready for the news as well. Let's do the news. It's 7.04 on Monday the 12th of December. I'm Anne Scantlebury and this is the news. The Nintendo Switch and Zelda Breath of the Wild were shown off live on The Tonight Show this week. Nintendo of America boss Reggie Fermi went on the show and let host Jimmy Fallon have a play with the game. He also had a go on Super Mario Run, the new mobile game that will be out next week and dun-dun-dun will only be playable with an internet connection. Miyamoto was also in the studio and played the Super Mario Brothers theme with The Roots and looked like he was having a great time. It's nice, isn't it? It's really it's nice. nice. They do a lovely little bit at the end as well. It's um, yeah. He, I, I watched the video and he just, it just looked, it was just. Mm. He always looks like he's having a brilliant time, doesn't yeah. he, Miyamoto? Yeah, and he was in the audience. So Jimmy Fallon, it turns out, is a massive uh, Nintendo fanboy, mm. um, and uh, he was in the audience giving his thumbs up to the run through of uh, Mario. What is it? Mario Run, Runny Run, so Super just... Mario Run. <laughs> just said it. <laughs> Mar- Mario Runny Run. Yeah, Mario Runny Run. Uh, yeah, so Jimmy Fallon had a playthrough of that and he was, you know, very excited about it and lovely, just a lovely time. Oh. Lovely, it's lovely, Anne. Well done for finding that for us. Thanks. So, Super Mario Runny Run. Uh, yeah. What does it look like? Uh, looks like looks like a Mario game. Mm-hmm. Loads of coins. You would expect with yeah. Super Mario in it. Uh, you can. Well, they showed the 
the the running bit. Yeah, was it runny run? It was super runny run. Okay. Uh, you get to jump around, get you know, do all the things you would expect to do. Um, and then there are the other two types of play in it. Uh, but I have not seen this game yet. Okay, it looks exactly as you would expect. Is it an auto runner? I don't know. What's that? Well, does when Mario's runny running, yeah. does it auto run for it, or do you have to press right? I think I, I think it's auto run. It's an auto run. up, yeah. Okay, so very very simple control scheme. Yeah, you can do it with one finger. Okay, why is this better than, for example, Cannabolt? Because you, because Mario. Mario, because yeah. Mario. Well, that's what they're relying on. Yeah. Uh, John, what did you think of the game? Uh, I haven't played it. Okay, but, um, of course. Yeah. Wise to own up to that <laughs> before the thing. <laughs> We've been bluffing our way through ten years of not playing games, but good. Well, this good is, ethics. It's not actually out until. Yeah. The 15th, I think. Yeah, but he's industry. Oh. He's played all kinds of things you haven't played. <laughs> yeah, I'd, I'd be surprised to see if you, if, if you can actually go backwards. Because mm. I, I wonder mm. if you can sort of... Because on Cannonball, you, you couldn't, obviously. So I'd be... I'd be it's able, an auto runner. If you can it's not an auto go backwards. Go backwards. Oh. Uh, what were you going to butt with before I interrupted you? Um. Oh, yes. So... Uh, you will only be able to play this mobile game with an internet connection. Mm. And um, they've said that they are doing this to stop piracy. Mm, Don't that before. pirate the game. Be on the internet instead. How is it monetized? Oh, it's a premium game, isn't it's it? Loads of, it's money. loads of money. It's loads of money. <laughs> okay. Up front, though, but I like that. Right. Just take <laughs> my money up front. And then never speak to me again. Yeah, so have you, uh, have you pre-ordered this? Is that a thing you can actually, do? I have actually, no, you can't pre-order it, but um, I have clicked the button to say, let me know when this, oh let me know goodness. when there's a bit more Good, because you this. have to be on top of these things, Yeah, you, you do. You've got to be on top of it. How much is the game? Does anyone know? I think it's going to be about 15 quid. No. Oh, really? Or 7 quid. Yeah. <laughs> Either. <laughs> but it's not 79p, I can tell you I that think much. It was eight, I think it was 8 quid, wasn't was it? Was it 8 quid? Hang on. Well, Brexit, well, you, know, well, you, know, well, you never yeah. know these never days. Know. By the time it comes out, it could be £100 <laughs> these days. It's our crimes in video game section. First up, five Ubisoft executives, including Ubisoft Montreal CEO Yanis Mallet, have been fined 1.2 million euros for insider trading. The French Stock Market Regulatory Commission imposed the fine after they sold shares in 2013, just before it was announced that watchdogs and the crew were being delayed. Ubisoft says the five wouldn't have been in a position to know about the delay and are appealing the fine. Second crime, a man stole loads of money from his employer and spent $1 million on Game of War and cars and plastic surgery. So that was the whole two stories in one yeah. news bulletin. You ran out of time, but, you know, you it's know good what? effort. I think let's get all the crime out of the get, way. True, true, because we know how well it went with good news, and this is definitely yeah. a bad news story. Yeah. Although, criminals are caught. That's true. Oh, well, well are okay, they criminals? So, so. So. Uh, I wanted to add the other one because it seemed like a lighter crime. <laughs> <laughs> let's just, Law you know. crime. Yeah, uh, so with the Ubisoft news, mm-hmm. um, Ubisoft has said these... Uh, five wouldn't have been in a position to know mm-hmm. about um, uh, about the delay to the games, which obviously when they were an- the delays were announced, shares went down massively. Yeah, of course. Um, uh, so they've said they weren't in any position to know. Only um, Eve Guillemot would be in a position to know anything like that um, because that's how these decisions are, like big decisions like that are made. Um, and they've sort of said... Do you know what? That um, Stock Market Regulatory Commission, they don't know anything about video games. Mm-hmm. This just shows a lack of understanding about our industry. Uh, mm. And so they're going to appeal the fines. 
Okay, I mean, I think that uh, it's hard for us to know whether they've got a case or not. You can understand why someone who didn't know anything about mm-hmm. the situation would think this was quite suspicious. But uh, I've never been an insider trader, so I don't know how that sort of stuff no, works. No, I don't know. Is that that's not what BizDev is? It no. <laughs> no. no. So so is BizDev insider trading? We just, don't know much. Just but just, to know. Not trying to catch you out. What was the second news story? Uh, was a man stole loads of money, like okay. four million. This is a lighter story. Four million dollars okay. from his employer. From the I think yeah. it was from uh, Caterpillar, the people that make the. Um, the caterpillars. You know, no, the uh, diggers. Big caterpillars. Big ones. Okay. Uh, and the news is he spent a million dollars uh, on Game of War. How do you do that? I have honestly don't understand. Well, to be fair, I've never played Game of War, so it's, qu- it's possible. Is it in-app purchases? One in-app yeah. purchase for a <laughs> million dollars. For the biggest war. Yeah, the biggest war. Is, uh, it's one of those games, though, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Okay. Well, um... Don't do crime. Don't do insider trading. Don't don't play game of war. Well, I mean, play, play it, it, but don't, don't buy the million dollar yeah, purchase unless you've got. Don't play two it with million. stolen money. Don't do, that's a yeah. yeah. Don't fund war with stolen money. That's what we've got. Russian MPs have called for a ban on FIFA 17 in the country over what they are calling gay propaganda. EA Sports offered players a free rainbow kit in November to use in FIFA Ultimate Team as part of Stonewall's Rainbow Laces campaign. Communist MPs sent a letter to a newspaper saying that this went against the 2013 law which says propaganda of non-traditional sexual relations can cause harm to children's health and development. They want EA to change the game or the age classification and if not, it should be banned. Mm, global gaming industry. Oh yeah different laws uh, from country to country and we talked about this EA thing I think last week yeah we Um, did you know we think it's an excellent thing and they're doing a lot of these things for the right reasons I saw that they've put um, a uh, I'm not sure no uh, is this a thing you do know that you shouldn't know? Maybe. Or is this... Not sure. Just say it. No, just reverse. So this is... <laughs> uh, so I, what I did see uh, this week as well was um, someone saying that it is a TRC, a condition of TRC that you have to, uh, in your video game, if you acknowledge Taiwan in your video game, which is a disputed territory, disputed country, uh, China aren't happy that Taiwan mm. exists. If you put the Taiwanese flag in your game... Then, uh, then your game can be rejected by uh, the console manufacturers because obviously they'll get in trouble. Oh, if uh, they'll get in trouble with China, China won't be happy if you're saying Taiwan's a thing. This came to light in the light of uh, of Donald Trump taking mm. the. Um, phone call from the Taiwanese president and uh, yeah, real world politics often gets into our video games and that's a good thing we yeah. think. Uh, and this is, although this is a, you know, a negative story, it's probably a good thing for people to acknowledge that this stuff happens because anything that brings to light the situation in Russia I think is a good thing too. Well because games are global and um, you know Games are political, where you have uh, social and cultural um, aspects to all different kinds of games. Uh, You move them from one country to another, it highlights the differences in countries and sometimes, you know, what I would see as a failing in a country. Mm. So so the thing with FIFA is that it's so, you know... it's a massive IP. It's, it's one of the biggest games that sells all year round, like GTA. You know, mm. I, I think FIFA putting that coloured kit in there is 
it's fine. I, 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 you know, I, I can't believe that a country gets upset about a kit in a game. You know, it's uh, yeah, yeah. It, it's just, it's just silly. Have you know? EA responded to this? Um, they haven't. Uh, they haven't responded to it. It doesn't seem like they will change anything because they are very, like, you know, they're they're very progressive uh, in, in mm. and are very aware that they are part of. Um, you know, a world stage. Um, well, the, the, they certainly <laughs> they certainly won't do anything. I, well, I imagine they won't do anything about it this year. I think mm. the question will come up when it's uh, that week next year, yeah. whether they issue the patch on a region-to-region basis, because mm-hmm. it would be very, very simple for them to exclude Russia, for example, from this. Of course, if they do that, then there'll be a reaction to that someone will notice so it's difficult times for them um yeah it's complicated in a corporate Russia's, sense russia is is big so they'll be losing a lot of sales mm. if they if they got banned over there but you know who who knows steve gearbox randy gearbox boss randy pitchford has told fans of bulletstorm to skip the remaster of the game if they don't want to pay for it he explained on twitter that players who already own the original won't be getting the the upgrade for free or even at a discount that's because the original bulletstorm is owned by a different publisher was released in 2011 on a different platform some people were mad about this news but you know what we say if this news makes you mad just skip it (laughs) Uh, i think that's fair enough probably i mean this is certainly a trend that's happened across uh, other media when uh, when a, a movie gets remastered you know you have to pay for it again on blu-ray or dvd if you care enough about it and the same is true of you know for books republished with a new translation or a different cover you have to pay for it again what what if films um started to adopt in-app purchases um as a model like you could pay for the director's commentary or you could pay for the blooper reel hmm um, I think it would work. Maybe they have. I don't know. Do they have on... on can you buy those things separately yet on I don't distribution? Know. I don't know. Might what, have invented one to think there. about the film industry. Uh, I've, I've never played Bulletstorm. No, neither have I. No. Um, as a biz dev expert, what would you say to this? Uh, I think it's fine. I think it's fine <laughs> if you want it. And I think, I, think it's, I think it's very brave of the guy coming out and actually saying it on behalf of the company, really. Um, yeah, you know... He's a he's, he's a brave right. man. Yeah, he although is. he's he's he is on our list at the moment. Is he? Right? He is because he said in August of last year. Keep a record of all of these things. <laughs> August in last year. August of last year. He said that he would rewrite or get rewritten uh, Borderline by Madonna to be about Borderlands for Mariochi. Hasn't happened. Didn't has happen. It? Didn't happen. Didn't happen. And I'm not his. You know, not his his boss not his parents not there to chase him down about these things and go sorry randy you've missed you missed your deadline or what about that thing if a promise is made doesn't matter where that promise is around the board boardroom board table you know or in a karaoke bar drunk still a promise in it promises promise, uh, especially if it's made in blood and he's never he hasn't got back to us about that yeah, yeah. Oh, randy. i think it, i think it's what you want it i think I th- and i think that's fair you know, I think if you know, there's a lot of these remasters coming out. That's just how it is. You know, there's a lot of people that ha- that haven't, you know, did, didn't have a PS3 or an Xbox 360, so they are going to want to jump in and play these games that they haven't been able to play before. So I think they do have a purpose per audience. And if you're not happy about it, just don't buy it. 
And finally, would you like a Pikachu with your Grande Mocha Frappuccino? Good, because Starbucks, bran- Starbucks branches have now been added to Pokemon Go as Pokestops or gyms. As well as this big change is the news that an update that's due to be announced today and inexplicably hasn't been given as a One Life Left exclusive will bring 100 new Pokemon to the game. What? This is the best gift Niantic could give this Christmas. And as the saying goes, in London you're never more than six feet away from a Rattata, a Starbucks and now a Pokestop. That joke... I did that joke, the London six feet yeah, Rattata yeah, yeah. thing, and I did the worst thing. I, I did the joke. I thought, this is a funny thing to say. And then I thought, after I'd already clicked tweet, I thought, I bet someone else has done it. Loads of people have loads done of it people before. Have done loads it. of, I mean, everyone. embarrassingly. There's so many. Yeah. Imagine if you'd just done it as the closing thing to your news section. Imagine. Imagine. It's fine. Go uh, so the, they had an update the other day, which makes my phone vibrate all the time. It, it's it got vibrates a bug. all the time. Yeah, now, doesn't definitely it? got a bug in it. Uh, well, I think the new update is going to fix that bug, and I've been keeping an eye on it because they were, so they said that there will be um, an announcement today, the twelfth of the twelfth, which is today, and we're still like, come on, guys, we're close of play uh, in the UK, <laughs> so I'm assuming they're going on California time. Um, so they put something out. 52 minutes ago. Mm-hmm. This could be breaking news, Steve. Well, if you listen to this it. 52 minutes it. ago. Uh, okay. So more Pokemon. And a limited edition Pikachu are coming to Pokemon Go. Okay. Yes. <laughs> That's what I've got for you. And is scrolling through her phone yeah. right now. Is that it? That, yeah. That's it. I'll, I'll have another look. And if, if I can find anything better from it, I'll, I'll tell you later in the show. Okay. Uh, Pokemon with Christmas hats. That's what I want. Do you think this will be enough to bring people back to Pokemon? Is that what they wanted? More Pokemon? Uh, maybe. Like, I guess if you've already got them all. Yeah, which I don't. Got I absolutely about, do not. Got about 90. But I'll be them. excited to get some more. Me too. I have to learn a whole new set of Pokemon yeah. as well. Uh, okay, good. Uh, thanks for the news, Anne. Is that it? That is it. it. All right, bye. One Life Left Video Game News with Anne Scantleberry. <laughs> Yeah. 
You're listening to One Life Left on Resonance 104.4 FM. And that sound that you hear is VCMG, a song called The Funk. It's from chipmusic.org. The other sound that you heard was Anne Scantlebury, One Life Left's newsreader, Anne Scoop Scantlebury. <gasps> Who's just downloaded the Pokemon Go update? What are you don't what are you seeing, Anne? Don't talk to me. I've got a new Pokemon. What? No. What you're finding new Pokemon right here? Yeah, I what? think it's one that was already out though. Oh really? What is it? Diglett. Oh Diglett. You went hunting for Diglett after the show yesterday. It's back at the same uh, last week. From from last from last week. week. You it's went off yet. the other direction. Did you not find gotcha. it? Well done. No, I had to go to the pub. Okay, good work. Thanks. So the thing I was going to say about that update. Um, so. There are now Pokestops in Starbucks, which is presumably a licensing deal, right? Yeah. This is their first licensing deal, so it's, you know, attracting people to these these places. Very good. Very Makes sense. good. We all knew it was going to happen. I'm going to log on to the Resonance FM Wi-Fi now and download that update myself. Probably one of us should stop playing and be, uh, be in charge get of Get on the, with the old... Uh, the old radio show. The old show. radio show that you know, we'll that get through. Thing. Another 28 minutes left. By the way, hello. Definitely wasn't four minutes past. That, See, like, we know it's. it's I don't, never it's four a, minutes. Just past. look over your shoulder. Just say, Surprise just me. Just say four. Just put in the. Just say, I came to a decision a long time ago that looking up the time just, was just another thing on my list that I don't just need. Breaks the immersion, Anne. Breaks the immersion. Just Live in my world. Man. Four minutes past. It's always four minutes past. John, hello. What's going on? Yeah, good. Not you bad. happy? Yep. Happy. Um, so your title is BizDev, and we've already seen a little bit of confusion um, <laughs> about what that actually means. It's, we know it definitely doesn't mean insider trading. Good, no. good to clear that up. <laughs> Can you explain explain exactly what uh, business development is? Yep, business development is uh, basically my side of the business. It's sort of like, I suppose, um, it's like A&R, I suppose, in, in the music industry. So um, it's like developer relations, basically. So I, I, I talk to developers very early on, try and get them on board, and I work with them basically all the way through... Uh, all the way through up to contract and then at the end of contract and then thankfully it's passed off to the very talented producers who then go off and work with them to produce the game and release it. So how do you go about scouting talent in video games? Yeah, um, well obviously we we get pitched about two or three games a day which which is quite a lot to go through. How How many do you publish a year? Uh, It depends sort of between sort of nine and ten really. Okay. A year is kind of what we aim so, to do. So two or three a day, yeah. uh, that's about a thousand a year. That's yeah. one in a hundred chance, <laughs> roughly. Back so, in envelope. Bigger than the lottery, though. So. It is. So, so, you know. So next time, rather than go to a news agent, yeah. getting a lottery ticket, talk to, game. Talk, to curve. talk to Curve. Pitch your game. So, yeah, so two or three. Uh, so these arrive. Uh, oh, but that's not, I see. Those are the ones that are pitched to you. I guess that's yeah. not all you're no. looking at. So obviously, yeah, I, I obviously scout around. I'm not okay. going to say how. It's my, really? it's my secret. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Okay. What colour is it? <laughs> um, but yeah, no, you know, we, we we always sort of reach out to you know, extremely talented teams, and we're always look, you know, looking to work with extremely talented developers on mm-hmm. on what they're working on next. Really, um, yeah. Interesting. So I did a I did a bit of this when I was uh, working for a big studio, but on the other side of the table, you okay. know, approaching people like you and saying, "Oh God, God." got belter for you uh, maybe we could have a meeting at uh, Gamescom they liked it when I put on that voice it just right, okay. sounded a bit more real yeah. uh, what sort of tips would you give for prospective developers pitching to you yeah we, I obviously see a lot of pitches coming in um, keep it short there's no need to uh, you know we get a lot of pitches that are like essays and there's, there's just I, I just do not have the time to read through blocks of walls of text keep it short gifts are really good put a gif in of your game definitely oh, I said gifts, gifts. 
Well, you know, I've always thought that, but it seems a bit of to say it. I'm glad Simon's not a, here. Bold a fiver inside the yeah. uh, side the approach. <laughs> gifts. 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 Yeah. Do you yeah. send a gift? Yep. Yeah. Uh, which is good. Uh, put that in, um, and uh, yeah, j- j- just really sort of b- sort of broad terms of f- sort of what you're looking for. Really, um, you know, a, a, a pitch document is is the best way with as much information as you can. If you were looking for funding, have a little bit of a budget breakdown. It just saves me having to email you back and say, "Can I have a budget breakdown?" Um, yeah, that's a, that's kind of what you know. The 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 do's. I mean, the don't see. Yeah, don't 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 waffle on um, for too long. And also, this happens. I've seen it once or twice. Do not send your email to every single publisher in the UK which mm. does happen well on a on a <laughs> on, a, on CC yeah. just like guys yeah. no it, BCC no no and it goes through to everyone and it's just you know you know you pretty much just you know we're just, we're, just, we're, we're probably all just going to go delete so you say keep your uh, pitch short yeah. and concise what does that mean uh, yeah but it, it's basically just sort of obviously you can't really put a game in a genre anymore. I think the games span multiple genres nowadays. It's, it's, it's just jumping with, hey, this is our team. This is what we've done. Um, this is what we're working on. Um, here's a picture, blah, blah. Here's, here's a trailer. And our pictures attached. Off mm-hmm. you go. You know, we are looking for a publisher for set, 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 set. Done. And, that's, I, and that should be really, really brief and quick. I know a lot of people, uh, a lot of publishers, really look for that single sentence. Yeah. Uh, I know. I think it was EA, very, very big fans of, uh, I think it was EA, might not have been, game in a frame, so a picture that sums up the thing. That yeah. Combined with the single sentence, do you look for anything like that? Uh, sort of. I, I, I'd, I'd say it's more visual to sort of mm-hmm. jump in. Um, sort of where where we are as a company at the moment, it's, it's more of a visual thing to sort of jump in and say, "Hey, look, you know, if 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 it grabs my eye, then yeah, we're in. You know, we'll we'll definitely start talking and see where things go." So, what are the uh, you know of the games that you've signed? Uh, is there anything that stood out about any of those approaches? Um, yeah, definitely. I, I think obviously we've got um, a game coming out tomorrow called Little Acre. Um, and that was one of the one of the sort of first games I kind of brought to the table when I joined Curve. And I think for that again, you know, pitch it was really colourful. It was very brief, and it was just it was just to the point and really stood out. Um, and yeah, and, and also I think the game that they had the demo attached straight away, so they didn't have to ask for that. Um, and I was able to jump in and play it. Um, and, and and what really sort of drew me to that game was the, was the art style. It's all hand drawn art and sort of two D point and click. And um, it, obviously the devs are based in Ireland. I'm, I'm I'm half Irish, and it's nice to see someone based over there. That, that's that's that was another unique thing that dropped me as oh, just right now. Never seen the Irish. <laughs> the Irish. Yeah, got it. That's it. So yeah, that yeah that was really good. That, that's kind of what drew me to that game. And then obviously we got the wider team to play it, and everyone kind of yeah liked it. And we so. So this is coming out. When's it coming out? Uh, tomorrow. Tomorrow. Yeah. And you picked it up. Do you feel proud? Uh, I feel very nervous. <laughs> it's my first one. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm very proud of the game. I'm very proud of how it's turned out. I'm extremely proud of the team. Um, obviously, we, we managed to get Charles Cecil involved as well. Sort of, ah, you know, Charles the, Cecil. The... the, the <laughs> so, yeah, the the adventure guru of games. So it was always Is good to have him on board. Is that what he's billing himself as now? It, that's his one sentence. Yeah, Steve. that's it. <laughs> Better than the adventure drunk. What did he do on it? Uh, he's an executive producer, so he worked with a team to sort of you know give yeah, him a what, few points. What did pointers. he do? That's all I can say. He pointed, <laughs> rocked and up, yeah, yeah. asked rocked for his up. cut, <laughs> went home. Yeah. I know what it's like working with an EP. So yeah, that's out tomorrow across uh, PS4, Xbox One, and Steam worldwide. How would you describe yeah. uh, Little Laker in a sentence? Uh, oh, let me have a think. What's um, the tweet length pitch? Uh, I say uh, point and click adventure, great optimization on console. There you go. Okay. <laughs> 
good. How do, why is it such great optimization on console? How uh, does the interface work? It, yeah, yeah, the way the interface works in game, um, basically when you go over to an object, it actually throws up all, all four face buttons and you basically pre- sort of press one of those to interact with an object rather than having to get the right analog stick and mo- like move a sort of reticle yeah, over, I press the button. See. So it's, it's very nicely done. So yeah, uh, I think no matter what you're playing it on, it's going to be, I think you'll get a great experience across console. And it's console hand-drawn? It's all hand-drawn, yeah. All every single it. bit, all of it, wow. yeah. Steve, maybe you could hand-draw a, um, a game. You've been into drawing this year. I, I would try and it would look terrible, but that would be its own style. Yeah. And I find like, uh, I mean, I don't know how you feel about this, but I, I think the games industry is such a cutthroat place right now, right? There's more yep. games. What was the statistic that I think 38% of all games on Steam have been published this year, right? Which is insane when you yep. think about it. It's crazy. And that's just Steam. Obviously, there's loads of other platforms and distribution methods as well. Um, and the key challenge for, a, I guess, a publisher is standing out. Uh, so how do you, what do you look for in a game? Like, how do you, how do you ensure your product's going to, you know, pop its head up and yeah, get definitely. people to buy it? Yeah, it's definitely something we sort of, you know, we always sort of deal with. We, we, we always try to sort of, you know, we, we, we work very hard to sort of, uh, sort of, you know, pick out the sort of, you know, or, or approach the, the sort of best games we can or, or publish stuff that, you know, obviously you know, I'd like to think that each publisher has their sort of, you know, their, their stack of games that they do. You know, we're known for obviously doing Thomas Alone and The Swapper. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, you know, I think I think we all want to have games that sort of suit Curve. You know, Curve has 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 an identity and I think we need to, you know, we sort of try and pick games. I think Little Lake fixed, fits that identity for sure. What's what's Curve's identity? How would you sum up Curve's identity? Uh, I think, I think de- it, it, it's definitely indie. Or okay. AAA, if if, if no. that's what you want to no, say. No, 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 we don't want to say that. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I think you know we come from the from from the indie background. Obviously, you know, we're growing as as time goes on. So as 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 we grow, definitely the you know the sort of games that we are known for, we, we would definitely branch out. And if someone pitched you a um, a game uh, which was badly drawn. And, but that's the unique art style is that it's just badly drawn but it's hand drawn but it's badly hand drawn would that be something you might be interested in? Uh, no no. <laughs> good, good. What, one final question uh, what's it like to work what you, what's your experience working with Simon yeah. like? <laughs> yes. and if you need to talk we're here for you we are here as long as we can talk to you uh, it's great. It's, uh, I actually really like work, uh, working with Simon. It's great. I think there was one game that we, uh, I we have a sort of catch up every, every Thursday, um, and there was one game that I showed the team, and uh, I, it was the first time I saw Simon get really excited. Really, like, oh, this is this is, this is oh, the best thing day. I've seen. I didn't know he felt emotion. Yeah. Yeah. That's interesting. <laughs> interesting. Useful information. Uh, where can people uh, follow you on Twitter uh, or uh, anything? Yeah, Twitter. I'm, I'm at John underscore F underscore Vega. Okay, yeah, it's quite long. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 it's, it's memorable and it's related to the subject. And do you have a Bebo? You know, I don't. Big in Ireland, though. So. <laughs> okay, thank you.
You're listening to One Life Left on Resonance 104.4 FM. We just had a very frank uh, discussion off air about the new Pokemon update. Uh, Anne, has, Anne has concluded that I do have the new version on my phone and Probably. that the main feature is... New things in eggs. New things in eggs. We don't know what those new things in eggs are. But you got to crack some eggs, Steve. <laughs> you got to crack Can't some eggs. Can't make an omelette. Without oh, breaking some eggs. Pokemon. Without Pokemon. Yeah. Uh, you're listening to One Life Left on Resonance 104.4 FM. We're a video game radio show. It is December the 12th. The 12th of the 12th. What is this music? It sounds... 2016. And this is uh, Hitex. It's called Zach O. Beat. Started very quiet. I bet you worried. I wasn't playing the right thing. I totally did for a yeah. while. But it all sorted itself out. Normally at this point in the show, we would have Sega Badawi. Still ill? Still ill. Third week. Third week in a row. Get well, Sega. Get well. You better be well by Friday because you're coming to the Christmas party. And if you want to come to the Christmas party, you can't. You cannot. You can't. There is no No. way of you coming to the Christmas party at this point unless you do something really special. Slip as a fiver on the door. It'll be more than a fiver. It's less money than the tickets. Uh, do yeah. we not still have a wait list? We do not. The wait list is closed. I mean, you can join it. There may be some tickets last minute on the day, but... Uh, check Twitter. Uh, Probably check, check Twitter. Twitter. Uh, we'll tell you, but we, uh, we're sold out. It's going to be absolutely amazing. But for those of you that are coming, don't forget to come. Uh, it's going to be this <laughs> Friday, 16th, uh, at Loading Bar in Dalston. Um, we'll start at... I don't know, what time are we starting? Seven? Starting, I mean, we are actually starting at seven, so I guess doors will probably be from before that. Doors from before seven, starting at seven, we have uh, everything that you could possibly want. We've got Father Keithmas and his cheeky little elves. So about, about I reckon, about 7.30, we'll be doing the carol concert. Okay, carols um, first. At um, eight o'clock, Father Keithmas. Keithmas? Mm. Keithes with Keith Stewart. Uh, Father Keith and his elves will be giving out games uh, to anyone who sits on his knee. But also knee. bring games. Bring games. To You'll get an email about yeah. that. And then at 8.30 we will begin our epic Marioki session which will shut down at midnight because at midnight our epic DJ. DJ KG. DJ KG, Kieran Gillen, will be playing us through to the small hours with some smooth pop hits and he can beat match now so can he yep is that what's gonna happen he found a button that does it for him so fabulous very much looking forward to that uh but yeah that's happening on friday very excited do come if you've got a ticket Robert Wells writes I was going to save this to ask next week but since Steve mentioned it I am genuinely interested to know what Steve's game of first game of 2017 will be given 12 months of bullet free gaming will he burst out all guns blazing what is the most gun filled game I'd like to suggest Enter the Gungeon a procedural bullet hell game where players descend through a giant bullet fighting bullets that shoot bullets working their way past boss guns the ammo conda Meduzi the gore gun and one day hopefully finding the gun that can kill the past Pip Pip Roberts uh, that is a very, very good question. So I've been thinking about what my first game was, uh, and I decided for quite a long time that my first game will be No Man's Sky. Because I'm really, really excited to play it, and I haven't been able to play it because it has guns in it. However, I will be in Jamaica on January the 1st. <laughs> no, she went of her own accord. And 
I am not going to be bringing my uh, VR rig or my PC with me. I will have my Mac, so that limits what I'm going to be able to play. Uh, which means, I'm not sure, but I think it's going to be Nuclear Throne, which I've been able, unable to play and is properly out now. And I've been really, really looking forward to So I think that will be my first gun gun game. That'll be your first gun of the year. Yeah. Any uh, any ideas on what the most gun-filled game is? I mean, they pretty much all are. Enter the Gungeon is a good shot, I think. Yeah, I suppose Battlefield 1's been it's quite got, big it's got lots of guns. Yeah, got lots of guns. Yeah. I mean, it's, they're all a bit gunny, They're all, they? they're all they're quite gunny, gunny, but... Anyway, and also you've been going to the gym because, you yeah. know, 2017, Year of the Guns. Year of the Guns, it's true. <laughs> and oh, do you have a letter? I do. Hello, team. And SSG TBC, not TBC anymore. Uh, on Drunk Gaming, what is... It? I got this in my inbox and it just said drunk gaming and said on drunk gaming have we been talking about drunk gaming we literally did on the show last week were you drunk i guess so i guess so wow uh can i recommend a few drinks and then a game of spelunky or spadrunky Mm. Uh, you can get to a point two drinks in where like paul you're suddenly way better at the game drunk than sober after that it all goes downhill or down a drop in onto a snake under a spider then onto some spikes but you know anyway a boozy sense of righteous indignation at the game's unfairness Spelunky is scrupulously fair makes putting down the drink switching it off and going to bed all the easier easier Spelunky the game that saves you from yourself bye Hen Spelunky is a fabulous game I found that uh, sort of drunk thing kicked in with DDR when I used to play that about two three drinks mm-hmm. in I was brilliant at it and then after that slowly got worse isn't and worse isn't that just dancing in general I think to an extent I, I believe that alcohol doesn't it make you make decisions like you make decisions slightly more on instinct and you stick to them rather than I mean in our, there's less of that pause so there is a reason reasonable sort of reason that you might get better at some games after a little bit of drinking yeah uh, but then yeah then you get worse don't drink and drive kids uh, John, do you have a letter? I do. Dear team and SSG, I'm currently playing Final Fantasy 15 and I'm mostly enjoying it. But sometimes I get the feeling that for whatever reason, I'm a bit, I'm a bit bored with the game. Especially when quests involve sprinting to a location only to fast travel back to the quest giver and then sprint to a different location. I sometimes struggle with, with whether I should keep going until the game gets good or if I should just stop since it's not fun right now. Uh, and more oh, sorry and, and move on to something else I should accept that games won't always be fun all the time what do you think if a game gets boring do you stick with it or do you go love and Christmas kisses Chris Stewart that is an excellent question uh, for starters I would say never ever fast travel in any game ever uh, because you lose sense lose sight of the world and then you are just ticking off things uh, especially in something like Skyrim walking is everything in that game uh, secondly uh yeah, I'm, I'm going to talk about a game in the review section that I think is, is really professionally produced and really, really amazing, but I'm not finding any fun in it. And yeah, sometimes you will find that you play something and just for some reason, that missing ingredient X, the, the, the sort of heart of it, doesn't set you on fire. And that doesn't make it a bad game. It may be made for someone who's different to you. Uh, I just drop it. As soon as it's not fun, just drop it. As with friends, as with games, drop it as soon as it's not fun. (laughs) Drop it, drop it. Uh, There are games that you can 
persist with and find that fun. Mm. I mean, I, I I persisted for about 90, 100 hours of Final Fantasy Tactics and hated it at the end of that and really, really regretted it. Some games, it just takes a while to learn the systems. But yeah, there are enough games out there that you can move on, I think. Do you think that, John? Yeah, definitely, yeah. Yeah, I've played a few things this year. That, I, I, I'm quite. I'm, I'm probably in that 10% that actually finish everything I play. Oh, wow. um, which is which Everything? Is, yeah, yeah, pretty much. Everything? Pretty much. You never found something too difficult for you? Uh, not really. Really? Yeah, I try to avoid the difficult games. There you go. Interesting. 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 It seems like a challenge. Maybe actually, this is a new section. It's funny because I, I actually really like No Man's Sky. I'm probably one of the one, one of the few that actually did like the game Not anymore. Lot. It's no. all turned around now. <laughs> exactly. Everyone loves it. In but, this um, studio, we, we are pro. 100%. Yeah. Pro no man. It's quite funny to be able to get the platinum trophy without actually finishing the game, which is what I've done. I haven't got. I've, I didn't get right, to the centre of the right. galaxy. This isn't the <laughs> show off section. <laughs> Hello, team. Uh, this is from Rob Beard. Just giving Simon a nudge about the promise of a Steam key from last week's show. I'm sure he'll listen to this he and will. get nudged. Uh, looking forward to the party next Friday. My first ever Mario key experience as well. I'll stumble over at some point and introduce myself. See you then, Rob Beard. We are looking forward to that we are too, looking forward Rob. To it. Looking forward to meeting a lot of you as well. It's going to be a good night. If you've got any letters, uh, you have to get in touch. And how do people do that, Anne? They can email us, team at onelifelift.com. I mean, do that all year round, please. Like, yeah. just keep, you know, over Christmas, it'd be so over nice Over Christmas to, particularly. So nice to just hear Just a from little you. nice message. Okay, uh, this is uh, Berry Leap. Listening to One Life Left and Resonance 104.4 FM, a show about video games. Uh, Anna's just doing some admin. Yeah, I've had a great email in about a surprise that hopefully we will be telling everyone about at the end of this week. Yes, uh, it's from Charles Cecil. It was. Funnily enough, yeah. as, as we talk about him, he is one of our favourite people and we love him he dearly, especially wonderful. at Christmas time. This is Barry Lee, as I said, it's called Snow.scr. It's very sort of seasonal piece. Should we? 
Should I be downloading some sort of um, yeah, next, festive chip tunes? Next for the week background? is our Christmas party in the studio. It ne- not our Christmas. Next week is our Christmas broadcast. Christmas show. Christmas show. So we'll bring in something. Do we bring uh, games in? Yeah. Like the last day of term. Yeah, definitely. That's bring exciting. games in. We'll have some mince pies. When are we back in the new year? Does uh, it say anywhere? No. Doesn't, does it? It's, uh. it's whatever Monday you think it will be. All right. Uh, reviews time. Is it reviews time? It is. Okay. Ready, ready, ready. Ready, let's go. And reviews. What have you been playing this week, Anne? This week, uh, I have been playing Abzu, which mm. is a beautiful game. Mm. Uh, so I was playing it on PS4. Um, it is a gorgeous uh, adventure exploration game set under in the sea, underwater. Uh, and you are like this, you're a diver. Um, who's meeting all these fish. You get to find out what all these fish are, uh, interacting with some of them, swimming alongside them, um, and gradually uncovering this uh, this sort of underwater, ancient... Uh, oh, I want to say city, but it sort of just feels like a, quite a big building at the minute. <laughs> <laughs> probably, it feels like there's more than one building, and I'm probably swimming through a lot of different buildings. But yeah, and then you're unlocking different bits of it, and you're finding out more about, like, sort of feels like you're finding out more about... Um, what the ancient people I'm saying ancient it looks sort of like Egyptian all of the uh, different art on the walls Uh, like what who what fish they worshipped and stuff like that Uh, and it's just absolutely gorgeous it's a joy to play it to swim around you can um, you can ride on the back of like uh, manatees and things just get a ride from a manatee just go around on your manatee um it's really, really lovely. Um, it's incredibly peaceful. And I said something on Twitter, which is completely true about this. So I've been, I suffer from anxiety and I've been having a bit of that recently. And uh, playing this game has r- really, really helped with it. It's sort of given me a bit of a mental escape. Um, there are bits in the game where you can sit down and meditate and you can go and explore um, sort of uh, different views and things. Um, and it's just been really uh, yeah really wonderful and really useful it's put me in a very good mental headspace so that was really really good for me to read uh, yeah. when you said that because I've played Abzu yeah. and I found it boring oh which is not to say I don't like boring games. I do. I really like. I really like placid, boring games where you yeah. do nothing. I love Mountain, for example. I did think Absu was, you know, you know, strikingly pretty game, yeah. but um, for some reason it did not get me. Did not compel me to go past the first hour and a half. Yeah. I swam around. I saw some fish. I followed, you know, unlocked some parts of the world yeah. and opened it up. But it just didn't capture me. It didn't capture my sort of heart I guess and I suppose this this speaks to one of the letter we had earlier that you know I I couldn't fault it particularly yeah. but it just didn't spark with me yeah and perhaps that's because 
you know, uh, it's not for me. Or perhaps it's because I just wasn't in the right frame of mind at the time. I think that that's true. Definitely, um, I have wanted to play games for lots of different reasons. And it just, it definitely spoke to where I was at that time. I needed some sort of like relaxation and it was perfect for that. And, you know, I always find like getting back to nature is always very good, um, you know, if I'm feeling a little bit out of sorts. And uh, this was like getting back to nature without actually getting wet. <laughs> Brilliant. Uh, yeah. Um, so, yeah, I. So for me, it was great. And I can understand, like, yeah, it's just swimming around and stuff. And if that's not your. If that's not what you want at that time. If all you're after is gunsty, and we know <laughs> you're secretly <laughs> looking for guns it for and everything. so long. Uh, yeah, so I just thought it was absolutely beautiful. Um, would recommend giving it a go. Uh, even if you only pay for one and a bit hours, uh, seven out of ten. John, cool. Well, yeah, I've recently um, uh, recently been playing Lara Croft Go on, oh. on, on the PS Vita. Oh, okay. Um, have you completed it yet? I have. Oh. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> catch him out. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's really nice. Uh, the puzzle design is is, is absolutely um, beautiful. Uh, it's beautifully made. Um, you know, hats off to Square Enix Montreal on that. They've done a really good job. Um, obviously, it's come over from mobile. It runs. It was low times on Vita a bit. We're a bit dire, but the actual level design is really nice. Um, and yeah, there's some extra chapters that aren't in the aren't in the mobile um, <gasps> version, which is quite nice. Is that true? Uh, I think there's one of them, maybe. Yeah, oh. yeah. I'm sure one of them was added added to the PlayStation version. Um, yeah, really nice, really nicely done. I think if you like your puzzle games, it, it, it definitely stumps you a bit. It ramps up quite quite. It's quite easy the first sort of world, and then it it definitely ramps up quite quite quickly. Um, but yeah, yeah, really good. Yeah, very impressed. Score seven out of ten. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> what have you been playing? So I have been playing uh, quite a few games again, but I really only want to talk about two of them. And the first one of those is Steep. Ah, oh, I've heard a lot of people talking about this. I have this. a lot in common with that game. Mostly I mean, the letters. first three letters. My name and its and name. Steep. So there we Things go. Things are sometimes tricky. Uh, Steep and I didn't get off to the best of starts because it requires a Uplay account and that I find mm. so aggravating that I'm already logged in and I don't want you to have my details and don't want to sign into your service and I don't want any of that and I get why they've done it. So it's fair to say um, it didn't... <laughs> It didn't put me in the best mood at the start. But uh, once I'd got past that, I was quite excited because I love SSX. I reflect on my time with SSX as, uh, you know, a fabulous period of my life uh, in fake snow. And indeed, um, Amped, which is more similar to Steep in Atmosphere, uh, you know, slightly more serious snowboarding extreme sports game. But Steep takes a much more realistic uh, approach, even than Amped. It gives you a whole mountain and encourages you to explore in quite a freeform way and on the mountain you find new start points uh new races new trick events all of the trick events though are quite underplayed it's not like ssx's fireworks and everything it's like hey man you've got to go out on the mountain do some tricks for this photographer uh you know and it'll be cool and you'll get more sponsorship it's very real world all of the game is very real uh you can do uh, several different things on the mountain you can do snowboarding you can do skiing you can do that squirrel suit thing which i'm not sure what it's called it's like not cosplay but like, like where you you jump off a thing and you're wearing a sort of they call it squirrel suit i i don't know what that thing where you like fly, fly you can do that you can mountain. do parasailing um and maybe there's some other stuff in there those are the things that i've found so far uh, you can walk around as well, which is nice. You can trudge up a mountain and it feels good. It does feel very, very real at all all points. And I can't really say I had 
very much fun playing it at all. Uh, it's definitely, you know, true to the spirit of the event, and this, you know, certainly was hurtling down a mountain very, very fast. Sometimes had sort of bone splintering impacts with the side of the mountain, but it's all underplayed. It's all very sedate in a weird way. The music, uh, is, which I expected to be that kind of thrashy, punky, uh, emo almost music, which it is on Amped, is often uh, quite mellow, gentle, uh, electronica, ambient. Sometimes you have a bit of the, the old punk pop as well, which is fine. Um, yeah, I... It's technically brilliant, and it's gorgeous, and it does feel like snowboarding, but at no point did I find this thrilling. At no point did I find it exciting. There was a nice moment, it's all sort of, um, I don't know what you call it, ambiently multiplayer. You, there are other people in your world, which is nice, seeing other people. Uh, at one point, I was skiing down, and just a guy dressed as a snowman ran across my path, which was funny, but then it was over, and he was behind me, and I was concentrating on, on breaking a record. I don't know. I, I I didn't I didn't love it. And I wanted to love it. And I just found myself wishing for SSX, which is a completely different game. It's a completely different game. It's pinball on snow. But then I found myself wishing for Amped too, which still, you know, I I found more satisfying. I will go back to Steep and I will play it a bit more. And maybe I just haven't spent enough time in it. But I did spend two hours, which is more you feel than like, I usually play most games for. So do you feel like uh, if you don't love a game, it's not? It's not. It feels like these days. Yeah. yeah, I feel like my. You know, the time I get to spend with games is short, and the time I get to spend with games that are huge, sixty-hour things, mm. uh, you know, is even shorter. Really, a game has to. Mostly, I'll spend two hours with a game, and then I'll move on. And I, I don't know. I just find a bit feel a bit bewildered. I'd say one other thing uh, about Steep is, is that. Uh, excusing the Uplay thing, I found its general atmosphere a little bit in love with itself. A little bit like, yeah, we're all uh, snowboarders, we understand the compelling nature of the mountain, transcendental, transcendental nature of skiing. I'm at one with this. It's just very, very serious. There's no humour that I've found. Um, and I miss that. I, I really, really miss that. Uh, I should start the theme again, sorry. I've, I've really, really blown this. No, that's not it. <laughs> there we go. Uh, so, yeah, a bit of humour lightening the mood. I, I, yeah, I, I was disappointed, genuinely disappointed, and it made me wish for Amped. It made me especially wish for SSX. Or just some fun, stupid snowboarding game. Um, cool Borders, bring that back. Cool Borders, yeah. I never got on with that, actually. Oh, I didn't like the control scheme of that. 7 out of 10. Uh, the other game that I briefly played last night, wanting some fun, I was like, I need something to bring the love back. So I searched, I was thinking, what old games do I miss? I searched for Scribblenauts on Steam. I wasn't even sure there was a version. Yeah. And there was. Scribblenauts Yay. Unlimited, I think it's called. Something like that. Uh, which I'd never played before. And it is so much fun. Scribblenauts is excellent. Solve problems by typing in any word you can, and most of them are in there. It suffers from the same problems that Scribblenauts always has, which is, oh, it's a bit annoying when you can't find the right words. But just the joy you have when you can't find that of just writing in stupid solutions and then occasionally finding an amazing one to it uh, is brilliant. Seven out of ten. Done. Good, well done. Done. Thanks. With about a minute left of the show. Any other business, ladies and gentlemen? Um... I mean, we've done the Christmas party. We've done the Christmas party. We trailed our big announcement. 
Yeah, we did that sort of. Done uh, Mariochi. We're going to have an announcement. The thing will come out of the Christmas party that you, as a listener to One Life Left, will be able to find. We'll be talking about that a lot on Twitter. Do you think it'll go viral? Let's get viral. I was thinking about this the other day. I was thinking it might go viral, but it could also go viral in a bad way. I was thinking that, yeah. So. Oh, 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 no, I think it'll be absolutely fine. We'll find out we'll about find that. Out. Uh, the Apprentice, we didn't talk about that last oh, week, yeah. did we? That's a bit of any other business. Uh, so we were filmed for The Apprentice. Yeah. We were. We couldn't talk about that beforehand. The Apprentice episode where they did the VR games, uh, they filmed us. Didn't make the cut. Didn't make the cut, did we? <laughs> didn't make the final no. cut for that. We, uh, we sort of assessed their games, didn't we? Yeah, well, uh, they told us the, what they were going to be making and we told them the problems with it. We did tell them. Uh, so anything that came out of that after it, they didn't listen to us. Yeah, in front of us there were a, a sort of half dozen YouTubers, Ugh. pretty YouTubers, Ugh. sat at the front of the room, Ugh. who also gave their opinions. Uh, yeah. So that went well, uh, but it was nice to be invited and nice Always to be invited nice to be by involved. our friends at Loading, who are our best friends, and we will see them on Friday. Yes, Hopefully we will. we will see all of you on Friday. Uh, John, thank you for coming in. You've thank been a brilliant, brilliant you. guest. Thank you. Thank uh, we'll see you again soon. Uh, and we'll see all of you on Friday. Until then, see goodbye. Goodbye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. <laughs>